0: 800 754 4531. That's 800 754 4531.
2: We've spent over 10 years on air, shaping a generation of action motorsports, and now we're changing the game again. The best motorsports, the best action sports, and the best of pop culture with some epic guests thrown in. I am Jim Beaver, and this is the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Grab the popcorn. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show. I uh, got, uh, got a fun one. Uh, I've been doing a bit of traveling myself, and uh, we got some crazy events going on, some massive... Actually, I say massive. I, I Sometimes that I gets used pretty liberally, but... Uh, I, I do think we got some massive news coming out with uh, one guy named Ryan Dungey returning to professional motocross. Uh it's pretty massive, I think. You know what? F1 in Miami, but uh guest today, uh, it's gonna be my good friend Keegan Kincaid. Uh Keegan, uh, you know, just an all-around badass world champ, whatever. We we've never really done a deep dive into Keegan's career and his family, so we're gonna do that today. So coming up in hour number one, we're gonna have Mr. Keegan Kincaid on the show. Uh, with Brittany and I, uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, to that one for sure. So uh, yeah, looking forward to Keegan. We got uh, F1 in Miami talk. We got uh, travels and adventure talk. Uh, we got uh, Ryan Dungey's return to racing. Uh, we got uh, some news about Mitch Guthrie Jr. and uh, you know him taking a UTV and running in a, a class one in a desert race and finishing second overall and darn near winning the whole whole damn thing. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about today. It's going to be a fun one you tuning in, head over to the Twitter machine. You got questions, you want to chime in, at Beaver 15 It's at BCardone15. Hit us up on the Twitter machine and let us know. Uh, Twitter, it's making a comeback, man. We might talk about that as well. You know, Elon Musk buying Twitter. It's like, boom, all of a sudden the floodgates have opened. I got more people engaging and following me on Twitter than I have in uh half a decade and I think it's probably because of the whole Elon Musk thing. But uh yeah, that's going on. We got a lot to talk about today. So uh yeah, engage with us over on Twitter, give us a tag, give us your questions, chime in, tell us if you love us, hate us whatever, if you like what we have to say, got suggestions, whatever, hit us up. That's how we'll be communicating with you today on the show. But yes, Keegan Kincaid, Formula One, Ryan Dungey, Mitch Guthrie Jr. got lots to talk about right now, right here today on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone back right after this. General Tire delivers for whatever life brings your way. General Tire's Grabber X3 all-season mud-terrain tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP Advantage of Quality and Performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today.
4: Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this... Into this Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound.
2: Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM on amfm networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We got uh, our very good friend, uh, I don't know, one of my best friends in the industry, Mr. Keegan Kincaid, Crandon's own, on the show. What's happening, Keegan?
5: Oh, not too much. Just uh, enjoying some Cranon weather. It's finally warming up. Uh, Race season's getting close, but uh, glad to be able to talk to you guys today.
2: Yeah, race season's getting close. What is your? Well, I know in the past, dude, people don't realize like you—you're actually a badass basketball player and probably an even better basketball coach. And I know a couple years ago, you kind of pumped the brakes on the coaching and stuff like that. But you still play. Like, what? What does your winners look like? Because I know in the past, winners were all about basketball.
5: Yeah, so I I guess a little backstory is I didn't start racing until I was uh, 21 years old. Uh, and my passion, my priority before that was probably, you know, basketball. Um, yeah, I played high school basketball, played college basketball, and then got an opportunity. My dad, you know, said, hey, do you want to build a pro light? And, and that's how we. I kind of got into racing. But before that, it's always, you know, one of my biggest passions has been, you know, basketball and high school basketball. Um, in 2017, I started coaching – well, an opportunity, I guess, approached me to coach the girls varsity basketball program at Crandon. And I was really hesitant because I I didn't know anything about girls basketball and, um, and multiple girls at that, at that point. But, uh, it was, it was good. You know, I finally, you know, talked to my wife Catherine and, you know, decided it was a good idea. And, you know, I couldn't have been happier with that decision. You know, that year, you know, my first year coaching, you know, we actually went to state and, and, um, Brandon has never, you know, especially for basketball in any sense, have gone to state for anything. And 2017, we went to state, um, 2018, we just missed state by one, one game. And then the following year, 2019, we ended up going to state again. And so for two out of the three years that I coached the girls team, you know, things went really well, you know, and it was, it was an exciting moment. I was almost living vicariously through them. Um, but it's a passion of mine. You know, I, I don't do it for the money. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's an enjoyment. I, I get to do with, you know, involve my family. Keeps my winters busy. That's for sure. And, um, uh, kind of, kind of, a, a you know, a thing where you don't get burned out just on racing, you know, I, you know, some people are racing 24 seven and this is kind of a little bit of break for me. Um, there's snow on the ground and kind of turns the inside sports. So, it's been good. Actually, last year I, I switched over to the boys' basketball program. The boys' program is a little bit down compared to what the girls' program was, but hopefully we can build that into a good program. And um, again, I, I didn't get into it. You know, a lot of the values that you learn from sports and basketball in general, um, I, I want to give back to those kids and some of the the life skills that that I've learned. You know, kind of give back to them and give them an opportunity to experience the same types of things that I did. And it's been enjoyable and and I really enjoy giving back and being a part of it as much as I wish I could still play. We still do pickup games here and there and I, I can still play, but uh, nothing like playing high school basketball. And um, I really enjoy, enjoy being a part of it, living vicariously through those kids. So yeah, it's been fun.
2: Yeah. Well, And I I laugh because you said like you said you didn't do it for the money. I'm like, what do you commit like four months a year and get paid like six seven hundred bucks yeah. or something? <laughs> right? Yeah, uh,
5: yeah, yeah. So it, it, the yeah. amount of time I think someone was calculating, another coach was like, well, we get about uh, less than a dollar an hour at least. So, <laughs> but uh, it, it doesn't mean, it's, like I said, that's not. Why do you Why do you even
6: uh, do the math at that point? Yeah.
5: yeah, yeah, it isn't worth it. In a way, I was like you know, I just want to donate this back, you know, maybe help the program out in some way. And, uh, cause I'm of time and effort, but that's what it takes, you know, it's like putting in, and, and if I'm going to do something, and that was one of the reasons I stepped back one, not this year, but the previous year from the girls program is I couldn't, I couldn't dedicate fully a hundred percent to the team. And and I had a good assistant coach at that time and we had a good opportunity for him to take it over. And so I stepped back from it and, kinda of focused on racing a little bit more. I couldn't give a hundred percent to the basketball and, you know, reevaluated and now the boys opportunity opened up and I, I you know, just basically, you know, got talked into that and took it and I, I'm excited to do that as well. So being a part of it and being able to go up to the school and give back is is really, really fun. So
2: So, so Britt, check out this record when he was a girls coach. He's being very humble because that's who Keegan is. He was sixty two and fourteen. 62 wins, 14 losses in three years. Tell me that isn't some yeah, insane yeah. record.
5: <laughs>
6: Surprisingly enough, I did actually know that. I do know a little bit of background because Keegan and I have worked together. So, I, I do know these yeah. random one-off facts. I couldn't have told you the numbers. But I do remember the first time I was looking at those stats. I'm like, where did this come from? Because I'd always known Keegan's name, obviously, for a short course side of things. And then all of a sudden there's this whole – this, this whole basketball history and sports history. I mean, have you always been athletically just naturally able like that? Is there anything that you were just horrible at when you were a kid?
5: Yeah, uh, it's funny because, like, my friends kind of joke yeah, about the same thing as, like, even we'll play video games or something, and I, I do decently well. But I, I think I just choose the right right things to do. I don't want to do, participate in anything I'm bad at. So, uh, But, uh, no, the girls, uh, funny <laughs> story, the boys' program, when I was in uh, high school, well we were really successful even even in basketball. we, we did well, we never went to state, but we, I mean we, we were 20 and two, and we, we did a lot of good things, just never had opportunity to go to, to state. but this year the boys program was actually down and you know great group of kids, but they just never had the opportunity of like youth basketball program and, and getting really involved and um, in a small community, parent involvement is huge, you know getting involved with. Um you know get getting getting the kids there and a lot of volunteer help. and the boys program didn't really have that. So we had a down year, and i I jokingly man, 'Man, I've never lost this much in my life, but um <laughs> it's kind of a humbling experience, you know, of like okay, and and the boys, it's a culture, and uh, we're trying to create that. and forging the year, they did really well, and I was really happy with them. and hopefully, um I have three boys, so hopefully we can help develop a program and and a uh, culture and values into the basketball program that I once had when I was in that program. So we've been working on it. Um, but it's fun. Uh, like I said, it's a humbling experience this year because I, I, I we jokingly said, I don't think I've ever lost that much in my life. And, uh, guys, me nuts. you know, do being a competitor for a living, um, you know, I, I just hate to lose and, you know, but it, it's more than that, you know, And the end and that's what I think, you know, humbled me this year is, uh, you know, we, we were probably 50, 50 on the year and we had some losses. We had some close games, but I, I learned from it, you know, and it was really good. And, and the kids did, and we, we give feedback to each other. Um, yeah, I'm learning every day too, and learning what it takes and, uh, life skills and just continuing to learn from that. But it's been, it's been a, a humbling year for us and I, I look forward to going. I think this next year and the years that come, this bowling program is going to, continue to grow and i'm really passionate about it so as you can probably tell i could sit here and talk basketball for <laughs> forever but um
6: well, yeah I can it's talk uh, basketball. it's been good it's not gonna be the same conversation yeah
5: yeah i heard, I heard you got some stories uh, to tell
2: <laughs> so to set the stage here her and i are sitting in a bar in tennessee basketball is on and she looks up at the screen and Britt loves sports she looks up at the screen oh, i'll let you take it from there brit
6: <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm trying to choose how G on the scale rating. What do I have to keep it on?
2: Uh, PG thirteen.
6: <laughs> all right, let's just say there's extra members on the court. the <laughs> The court was definitely designed by a male. And I told Jim, I said, I love watching sports, but I can't watch basketball because there's these certain things all over the court, and it just distracts me. And he goes, What are you talking about? And then I, I kind of well, here, look at the half court. This they even have the hairlines in it. And he starts dying laughing. He goes, I can never unsee that. Yeah. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, when we're yeah. off air and we're 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 <laughs> at Craner or something, I'll point out exactly what she's saying, and you're gonna yeah. lose it. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just hoping my son steamroll your uh, your Milwaukee Bucks in the finals this year. I was uh, pretty bitter at oh, you uh, last year, I think dude.
5: Yeah, like I said, I I have a uh, friend Jared sitting next to me too, and he's a Suns fan, oh, so absolutely. we always go back and forth. Hope the Bucks are doing well, so. I'm excited. I, I don't watch a lot of like that NBA basketball during the season. I like to watch a lot of college basketball. Um, but, you know, playoff is usually good basketball. And, yeah, I don't know. I think the Suns and the Bucks have a good shot of getting there this year. So yeah, I think it's we'll going to be a running back. So,
6: so what's your take on the Sun Devils then? I, I mean, I know they're not up there with the rest of y'all, but you're talking college teams. How do you feel about yeah, the Sun all, Devils? Yeah. yeah, it's
5: you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're okay. I mean, I'm a Badger fan so and a Duke fan. Oh, so, Duke,
2: uh, how does it – uh, I don't even really want to know uh, how that comes point. into play. Oh, uh, Well, we gotta take, yeah. we got to take a short break. Before we do, though, I'm going to put you on the spot. Real quick, one-line answer. Okay, you win the World Cup this Labor Day or you win the state championship with basketball. Which one has the bigger party?
5: Oh, uh, World Cup. World Cup.
2: (laughs) Yeah, because you're dealing with a bunch of teenagers, right? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right. We're going to take a short commercial break. We'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show.
7: A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration.
0: on.
2: Head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We got Keegan Kikade hanging out. We've been talking some basketball. It's time to shift gears, though. We got to talk a little more than basketball on this one. But, uh, uh, you know, I guess kind of talking about you growing up. I mean, it's funny because you and I, you know, we've been pretty good friends for probably a better part of a decade at this point, Keegan. But um, I laugh because you grew up, Very similar to me. Um, You know, you grew up with your dad racing. Your dad also wrenched on his own stuff you know, is independent guy. You know what I mean? Who, who kind of, you know, and you grew up in that, that same system I did where you were probably out in the shop with your dad when you're a young kid, you know, and, and, you know, watching what he did, going to the races, things like that. Then all of a sudden it transitions into your program. You guys raced at the same time for a couple of years, things like that. So it's like, I have the, I, I kind of know the background. And then I look at you and it's like, you've got all your kids coming up and stuff like that. I mean, your program, I mean, you probably I mean off-road has been a part of your life for as long as you can remember right
5: yeah I mean I don't know any different and you probably are the same way as uh you know I since I was born you know my dad's been been racing and that's that's been basically his career you know for the past 30 years and building off-road trucks and um you know I always remember going out to the shop and hanging out in the shop and hanging at the track you know memorable guys yeah uh, you know, I think of like I remember, you know, key moments like hanging with Mikey Van and Hoovel and racing little tiny cars down the back of the trailer ramps. <laughs> and, uh, it, it was just, it, that was, that was life, you know, it was racing and, um, you know, I, I still did sports like I talked about, but, um, racing was still the summer all summer long. You know, I don't think I missed a, an event unless it was, you know, overlapping a sport, but that didn't happen very often. And so, you know, you know, we still do the same thing. You know, we're in the shop every day with my dad. I'm, I'm really grateful to be able to do that. I'm race for a living and, um, build off road trucks. We, you know, my dad started building another pro 2 this off season and be able to just spend time with him in the shop. I, I, I as I get older, I, I become more grateful for those opportunities. And, um, uh, it, it's just, uh, having gratitude for, for that opportunity to do what I love and spend it with my dad. And, and be able to allow him to still do it. You know, he's not racing at the moment. So really, he's been working for me and I've been paying him to help me and build trucks. And I I don't know if I would, you know, at this moment, continue to do it without him, you know, and uh, because that's been my life, you know, since I beginning, beginning of time, since I've started is it's been involved with him. And so, uh, like I said, I'm really grateful for that. And, and to have him at the racetrack and I don't even know if you'd be at the racetrack if it wasn't for me you know and so yeah. really really cool opportunity and continue to do that like right now it's just me and him in the shop and um, we're a small team we hire a guy in the summer to help us and um, some great volunteer help on the weekends and um, I, I think that's the reality of it is we're not a big budget team. We're not big teams. And most of the teams that are involved with there aren't, you know, they have one or two employees that help them out. And those are the guys that are doing it for the living, you know, Johnny Greaves and Kyle, the and myself. and We've all came from um, basically our parents or grandparents or have raced and they've got us involved into it. We've, we've been fortunate enough to keep that going. And um, I'm proud to say that I'm one of those guys is to continue that tradition. And, you know, this year I bought, Caden, my ten-year-old, uh, a trophy cart, you know, and hopefully he enjoys it. He's finally, uh, I guess, my dad's never pushed me to race. He's always, you know, provided an opportunity if I wanted to, and um, I finally just took that opportunity at 21. Well, now there's trophy carts and there's um, a lot better opportunity to get in at a at a more affordable cost, and you know, so Caden's been bothering me, poking me, and. So I said, all right, we'll we'll allow him to uh, a race this year and maybe do a select event, and because I still want him to be able to play baseball and and be involved with um, sports, and if anything overlaps, I want him to be able to choose. You know, racing will be here for him um, in the future, and um, but it'll be good. Uh, I think it's fun. Maybe give me a couple more goal, goals besides just myself, and enjoy watching him, his happiness, and see what he wants to do, and. I really look forward to that is, is I'm kind of seeing my dad's perspective now and it's
2: going to be fun.
6: And I think that's got to be a crazy 180.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and I want to go back to something you said. It's funny because you were saying something about your, you, you know, paying your dad to help you in the shop, and it was funny because I had this. It was, it was a couple of weeks ago, and my dad, you know, obviously same type system as you. And honestly, Brittany's in the same boat, you know, when she's got a trophy from the day she was born because her dad was right, racing dirt bikes, you know, and things like that. So yeah. I think all three of us have yeah. come up with, you know, basically in the dirt, but. It was funny. So a couple weeks ago, so Brittany and I have a super duty and then, you know, we got a uh, Ford Bronco that just came in. And so uh, my dad had sold his truck that he was driving and I had the super duty sitting there and I, and I was like, well, just drive the super duty for a bit. It's not getting used. Dad, I'm driving the Bronco. Dad goes, all right, cool. And then, you know, like a couple weeks ago, he'd been driving it for like a month month and a half, he looks at me, he goes, I'm kind of liking this. He goes, for the first time in my life, you're making my car payment for me. <laughs> and I just started yeah. laughing. He goes, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just one of those moments where I just went, oh, wow. Okay. We've come full circle here. You know what I mean? You helped me buy my first car. Yeah. And now I'm making a car payment for you. It's pretty my truck, but yeah. you know what I mean? It's just one of those where it was just funny, you know, it's like, but it, it meant a lot to me. Like, all right, I'm actually doing something positive for my, for my dad, you know, like, um,
5: just, yeah. And that's all I, you know, I, I, I can relate to that. I feel." you know basically the same way as you know he loves being in the shop i can't get my dad that's his hobby you know i said hey dad you want to go do this you want to go fishing i ah, do no, i'm gonna go in the shop and uh he just loves being in the shop loves working on race trucks i can't get him out of it you know he walks from the house to the shop and and uh he's really passionate about it and and he's basically you know a lot of the success that i've had is contributed to him you know and the amount of time i, I couldn't tell you the amount of hours and in years that he has and the knowledge and it, it hasn't been, uh, it's basically been trial and error, you know, and, and putting it to use on, on the track. And that's, what's given me, giving me the jump start. and really fortunate, you know, came with you is uh, our dads have got us into this opportunity. I don't even know what it, life would be like without racing. And so, um, it's fun.
2: i I enjoy it Brittany and i have talked about that like i don't know you know her growing up in the dirt me growing up in the dirt it's one of those like i what would life be if you know what i mean like if i grew up differently than i did like i i can't even fathom a world where i you know not doing off-road and it's like and i'm sure you're like us but it's like you know when it's not a weekend where you're racing you're still doing something in and around off-road whether it be utvs dirt bikes you know whatever it's just it's just weird like it's a, a it's a lifestyle and you grow up in it and it's just, you don't, you don't escape it, man.
6: No, we're in yeah. deep yeah, at this know. point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. You can't get out. That's what I said. After your first race, it was like I was hooked and I'm like, Oh, I, I don't care if it, if I got to spend all my money or, <laughs> oh. and now I was fortunate enough to make money doing it. So I- I'm going to continue to do it as long as I can make money now. But uh, yeah, it's like once you're in, you can't get out. And, um, it, it's a, I, I don't know, once racing to me has been, I, I've always got my adrenaline rush or I guess excitement from basketball and from sports. And when you got into a race car and it, yeah, I, I relate to like Crandon on the starting line of feeling those nerves and the excitement, it, there's nothing in the world like it, you know, um, even, even on the basketball side of it. Yeah. I had those nerves and, and you always, you know, trying to get those again and, and racing is giving me that spark back. And I still get nervous. People are like, are you still so nervous? I said, yeah, I, I, I still get nervous, but it's just a, it's an understanding of like, Hey, you understand once the race goes, those nerves are gone and um, you just relax. And now it's a, it's something that I look forward to.
2: Well, it's talking about, you know, your family and, uh, you know, all of us growing up and off-road, stuff like that. I mean, you know, I've seen all the changes in desert racing here in the Southwest, and, and Brittany has. But you've seen all the changes with short course in the Midwest. And, I mean, we don't even need to get into the different organizations, sanctioning bodies, stuff like that. But what, what's been the biggest changes you've seen in the past say 10 years Keegan I mean we've had a few different sanctioning bodies um you know but you know performance in the trucks you know uh driver counts I mean what's some of the big changes you've seen occur over the last decade
5: yeah it's been uh you know since 2011 is when I started and you know things were actually going really well we were traveling to Charlotte I was was actually racing with Traxxas at that time and Mike Jenkins and uh, traveling around, things were thriving. You know, I thought things were going really well. We series were going, you know, I've been through all the ups and downs of it. Um, you know, things went, went down from there. And, um, basically there was two series, we had Lors, and then we had the Midwest. It was torque at one time and then it was Midwest off-road racing or more. and, And then, um, you know, but we, we all survived. One thing that has been consistent uh, that I keep coming back to has been the tracks and a lot of the drivers and the drivers that are doing it for the living is Kyle LaDukes and uh, you know, myself, the Greaves, Ryan B, you know, all these other guys that have been doing it. Um, those have been the consistence and, you know, champ off road has come in and, you know, they had a really good opportunity in my opinion, when, when lures, um, stepped away from, from racing in the West coast, Basically we acquired all those drivers. And so now car counts have been, you know, some of the best that I've ever had. And, um, last year was probably the best pro two field that I've ever raced against. And, uh, I think it's going to be the same this year. You know, we, there's not a lot of opportunity for people to race anywhere else. And, you know, the tracks out here have been great. The atmosphere has been great. Pro two is, is, Looking around like 20 Pro 2s. We're looking at 12 Pro 4s, Pro Lights, you know, really, really doing well. Um, it, it's good for the fan. I, I guess I look at it, I'm just as much of a fan of the sport because I grew up in it and I enjoyed watching it as I am a racer in it. And so I look for the entertainment side of it and really enjoy watching it.
2: General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show.
3: Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood, to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night.
2: 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP Advantage of Quality and Performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today.
4: Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this remember that life is all about sound and gibson exhaust is the sound of performance check out your next catback exhaust system headers muffler or UTV exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound
2: thanks for listening to the general tire jim beaver show with Brittany cardone available online on csxm on amfm networks across the u.s and internationally on the american forces network head to jimbeaver15.com for all the details Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. We got Keegan Kincaid currently on the line. Uh, Keegan, we're talking uh, talking a little bit about uh, the racing there in the Midwest. Uh,
5: the racing has been great. I think the last year, last two years, we we've seen some some growth, and so we we've shrunk down. You know, when I started racing, we raced in Prim. We were in California. We were in you know from the east coast to the west coast we've raced across and champ has kind of shrunk it back down trying to build up from a base the core tracks like bark river crandon erx um, lena now annie goes involved in that uh, i think i think which is a smart idea because they're they're happening tracks what i mean by that is that you go there you camp, you spend the weekend with the with the drivers you hang out with the fans you're you're involved in it instead of a three-hour entertainment show um and i think we need to continue to establish those and i think hopefully that continues and uh in the right direction Uh, but as for racing you know we we got some of the most competitive fields we've ever had which has been great and i I only look forward to uh seeing seeing it continue to grow yeah
2: well Brittany, I, I feel like you're, you're sitting over there and you've got like a million things on your mind right now. What, what, what's going through that head of yours? I know it's a scary place, but what's going through that head of yours?
6: Like a second ago or a second from now. I mean, that's a totally different <laughs> conversation. But no, it's a few things we've actually touched on is this kind of bringing everything full circle as far as like, okay, pro racing everybody forgets how family oriented it still is, how you're talking about racing and then going on to the spectator side and the enthusiasts and having the family, uh, the army of pinkades running around. How many do yeah. we have now? Just even just keeping it under 18. I'd be curious what your total family count is, but just seeing all the shirts running around last year, how many of your family members are, are just the kids?
5: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't even know, you know, so little background (laughs) is, uh, my dad, my dad's side was born and raised in Crandon, Wisconsin. And my mom's side was born and raised local to Crandon. And so for both sides, I've had really big families. Both grandparents had, had big families. So I grew up with both sides of my cousins and, and, and basically played sports with them and they come to the racetrack. And I think I have probably, close to 50 family members that show up at fall crannon just my just intermediate close family members and it, it's really fun yeah you know, I, I don't like i said before i don't know if i'd do it if i couldn't involve my family you know i we bring our fifth wheel camper and the kids stay in the camper and hang out and track and watch the races all day and hang out with the fans and ride their bikes and it's just as much about that it is about the races and um, being able to spend those weekends with my family, my mom and dad come and bring their camper, you know, my wife's side family now is involved and, you know, they're, they're some of my biggest supporters. And so that that's probably one of the coolest things looking back on it. Now, uh, when I first started, you know, none of that really mattered. You're more competitive. and Now that you, you see this side of it as you get a little bit older and I really enjoy that. I, I'm, I'm grateful for that, that I can, spend time with them and bring them to the track and hopefully they can continue to do that. And uh, that's why I wish nothing but success for, for short course. And we're trying to figure it out what the best, best racing is and how do we make that happen?
2: Yeah. Well, I guess that leads me to, uh, to what, what are the plans for this year? Cause I know, uh, you know, you got a couple trucks, you guys have been, you know, building something new, you know, obviously we've seen you in pro four, we've seen you in pro two. I mean, what, what are the plans for 2022 and, and Keegan Kincaid?
5: Yeah, so we, I uh, actually, for the, for, so I guess for the last uh, four years, I've I've built a brand new truck, and, you know, for those four years, I don't think I've tested before the first weekend, and uh, it's kind of become a habit. Well, at the end of this year, I said, you know what, I'm not going to sell my proteome. I want to be prepared. I want to be able to test. I want to be ready to go, and my dad still had to go build another Pro 2, but I kept I kept my original one um, from last year. I, I just said I, I'm not going to sell it. I wanna I wanna be as prepared as I can be because I've never never done that in like the last four years, maybe five years. You know, we've always sold, and and that's how we've continued our business. Is yeah. we, we would sell a truck and we could build a new one, and and that would help pay for things in the winter. Um, but this year, I said. You know, I, I was in a good good spot. Thankfully, Lucas Oils came on board, Vision Wheel, Cooper Tire. Those those guys have been behind me, and they, they allow me opportunity to build another Pro 2. Um, so we have one. It won't be done yet. Um, we've been taking our time on it, making sure we do some things right, but I will be racing Pro 2 full-time uh, with the same truck, the championship truck. That'll be the first time I've probably done that since Pro Light, probably 2013. Uh, most of the time when I've uh, after the year i'd sell my truck and we'd have to test a new one so this truck will be ready to go we'll be prepared for it and it, it should be good you know we got guys like Jarrett brooks and cory winter and ryan d pro 2 is going to be tough so we got to be prepared and I, I think we're we're ready to do that
2: yeah i think that's one thing that's rad about Pro protein obviously pro 4s are exciting to watch and you know and i tell everybody i'm like if you haven't seen a pro 4 in turn one at crannon um, you know, a pro four yeah. start. I'm like, you, you haven't lived life yet, but the pro two racing has been absolutely insane. And like you said, like I look at this, this field. And I mean, you've even got guys like Deegan who comes in here and there. And um, you know, what do we have? I mean, the blue, you know, the, the celebrity crossovers, guys like foul stuff like that pop in. But I'm like, man, the, the like every single weekend week out of the champ off road series pro two. I mean, it is absolutely stacked, dude. It, these wins aren't coming easy.
5: Yeah. You know, we, you know, last year, I don't know what did we have, like five or six different winners. I think, you know, I think, you know, Corey, I don't know if actually Corey won one, but it was Jared Brooks, Ryan beat myself, Ricky Gutierrez, um, a couple, I forgot who else won a couple of those races. Maybe Trevor Layton was up there. You know, there was guys that, you know, pro two has probably been the the best, the most equal racing that, you know, short course has seen in a really long time, you know, um, guys opportunities like I was in third place going into the final round but it, we had an opportunity to win and we did you know we got a little lucky um but yeah I just I just think Pro 2 I mean there's nothing like you said there's nothing like a Pro 4 and and having an opportunity to race a Pro 4 they're the biggest baddest uh trucks on the planet you know four wheel drive throwing them in it, they're they're awesome manual transmission um, but the racing that pro two provides is top notch. And, um, that was one of the key factors of staying in it is, um, is the competition. Uh, I want to, I'm a competitor and I want to compete against the best. And, uh, at the moment, I think pro two is probably the, the most competitive class.
2: Well, I know uh, Britt will put you on the spot because I know you got to go to Cranon. You've been here about Cranon for years. Got to go last year, and uh, you got to experience Cranon. I think you looked at me after – it was like the Pro 4, one of the Pro 2 starts, and we went up the gazebo or something like that, and you were just like – you looked at me like, oh, man. like You'd seen short course your whole life, but you hadn't seen Cranon short course. It's, it's
6: that first corner. What is it that everybody calls that corner? Uh,
5: Potawatomi turn one. <laughs>
6: Just turn one, turn
7: one. There you go. But (laughs) as you
6: kept saying, turn one, turn one. And we'd been at the infield. The infield was just insane, out of control. I can't even – obviously, I don't have words for it, but it tripped me out with my spasticness because you got cars in front of you, cars behind you, you hear stuff coming up. I feel like I'm missing something. I've got FOMO on the track. I couldn't even imagine being in the car. Uh, But actually sitting down by the gazebo, like you said, And looking down the track and watching them come at you and literally throw chunks of dirt through the fence, uh, that and sitting right there on the fence line at turn one, I I think it it fixes. But, yes, I mean, being around it, it's very spectator-oriented. It's always been that way, but it's put on as a show. And there you feel home. The second you show up at Crandon, you just feel home. Yeah.
5: Seen. I mean, literally it is home for me, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, no, it's, oh, uh, yeah.
6: Yeah. Rub it in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, a, a little perspective, you know, Cranon's a town of less than 2000 people and it turns to fifty, sixty thousand 60,000 people over, you know, Labor Day weekend. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's something that you have to see in person to believe it, you know, and, and there's more things going on besides just the races, you know, we had the, the parade on Friday that was televised, and you know there's 20,000 people downtown, and it's just cool the whole weekend long. And the,
6: the after hours activity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah, yeah. I mean that's. I for learned an what
6: after Jurassic show. Park was this trip. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
2: I will just say apple pie and sleeveless Sundays, and uh, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah, we'll have to do a podcast um, on uh, oh, the after party of, of uh, Crandon Off-Road. Yeah. Uh,
2: before we let you go. There you go. Uh, Mayor Kincaid. Mayor Kincaid, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Mayor Kincaid. And I think I think if you're mayor, RJ is going to move to uh, to Cran and just so he can be like vice mayor or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Assistant to the mayor. Assistant to the mayor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I uh, I guess before we let you go, man, your kid, you got a trophy cart. You were saying I I got to think like you're going to be more nervous watching your kid race the trophy cart than you are on the start line. I mean, that's got to be, there's got to be a little bit of nerves going on in you right now, just thinking you're going to put your kid out there on track.
5: Yeah, it's like, it's totally different. And, (laughs) and I, I kind of had this from, uh, uh, he's a big, he likes to wrestle. He's a big wrestler. We've been traveling. He actually went to state wrestling this year. Um, but it's hard because I, I, you can't control it. You know what I mean? You're on the sidelines and, you're you're watching and those nerves and it's something same with basketball and coaching that you can only do so much and uh, I think that's probably drives me more nuts than than uh, anything is not being involved with it and not be able to control it and uh, it's not myself it's someone else and so those nerves are higher and um, yeah I I, I don't know I'm already kind of nervous about it and excited at the same time because he's excited and um, I want to see him succeed and try to give him the best opportunity that my dad did, and um, it, it's a it's going to be an experience that's for sure. But I'm excited for it and nervous at the same time. I know my wife has been like, "Oh, great, we need just what we need is to have another." You know, I'm already nervous for one race. <laughs> now I have two races to be nervous about, so she's uh, not too happy about it at the moment. But she'll get over it. We'll be all right. <laughs>
2: First win he gets, it'll be, yeah, it'll be all over. She'll be, yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah, for sure. That's awesome, man. I don't know. Before we uh, let you go, Britt, you got anything left for Keegan?
6: The ultimate question, I've been waiting for this one all day. Keegan, when's the next kid coming? You're behind (laughs) schedule. Yeah, uh,
2: no, we're, yeah,
5: we're done. So (laughs) I have, I have, uh, for people that don't know, I have a 10-year-old Kaden boy and I have two twin boys that are three. They they turned three in December, Nash and Wesley. And then we just had our last one, which was a girl, Ella, and she was born in September. So we're done. Um, no more kids. Uh, now I can focus on racing, and and um, we'll have a full full packed. Uh, I almost had a basketball team going okay. with the boys, but uh, it'll be good. We're excited to have the family at the track and spend quality time with them and involve them, but. Four is good for me.
2: <laughs> yeah. And knowing your dad, he's already going, man, how, how are we going to build four race cars here? Like, your, your dad's going, man, this, yeah. this is going to get expensive yeah. real quick. <laughs> yeah, it's just costing me more money. <laughs> yeah. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to come on air with us, Keegan. Uh, uh, looking forward to uh, seeing you out. I think uh, Britt and I will be to the first Cranon in June. I think we're going miss, to uh, miss the opening rounds, though. But uh, I know Todd will be out there from Vision. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, man, it's crazy. We're like a month out. We're getting close.
5: Yeah, yeah it's coming up quick. I know we uh, have been trying to get stuff going. I know parts have been hard to order for everybody, you know, racing side of things. But we'll be ready. We're prepared um, and uh, excited for round one.
2: All right. Thanks a lot. And uh, we'll be back after this Thank you. on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardo.
0: Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. 800-209-6124. That's 800-209-6124. NMLS 6606, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity.
1: Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the Vets and, their families. and guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now.
0: that's 800-215-6812.
2: Dig what you're hearing? Well, do us a favor, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone uh wrapping up hour number 1 and man shenanigans are going to ensue in hour number 2 uh you got Brittany and I for an entire hour uh we're going to be breaking down uh, the news and motorsports some fun some games our travels our adventures uh You know all about that uh, fun employed life, but uh, yeah, we got uh, lots of motorsports stuff to talk about. A lot of it quite funny, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview, Keegan. Keegan is uh, Keegan's a freaking rock star. He's fun, and uh, I got some Keegan stories. Man, I'm telling you, Labor Day weekend group therapy Sunday nights after the Cup race and everything. um, The Cup race wraps off. They got a thing called sleeveless Sundays. You go into group therapy and uh, you got sleeves on, they immediately get ripped off. Uh, <laughs> uh Sleeveless Sunday's a group therapy it is definitely a good time and uh uh I have uh, I have enjoyed uh, enjoyed my partying with uh with Keegan and uh, I got to tell you that guy they got a dragon punch machine uh you know those in the bars you know they have those punching bag machines to measure your uh you know how hard you hit uh Keegan I I've literally seen him pretty much break one of those machines uh, it's actually quite impressive. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, man, I, I tell you, lots of good times. And uh, I, I will say if uh, if anybody brings up apple pie and uh, you are at Group Therapy, um, it's very good. But watch yourself because it tastes just like apple pie and uh, nothing else. And uh, you can get into trouble really, really quick. Um, but uh, yeah, so hour number one wrapping up. We're gonna take uh, a few break, uh, a few minute break. Uh, we'll be back with hour number two. Uh, you go over to Twitter, engage with us, Jim Beaver fifteen, B Cardone fifteen on Twitter. Uh, you got any suggestions uh, for the next hour? Something you want us to talk about? Let us know, man. And uh, we would uh, love, love, love to uh, to uh, get that locked in, and um, you know, and and get those questions on the show. Also. Uh, Man, things are firing on our podcast feed over on Apple Podcasts. If you haven't already, go over there and subscribe. So not only are we doing this show, our regular new show, but we've got literally 10 years' worth of back episodes of the Down and Dirty Show, and we're starting to re-air one of those a week with our best guests. So uh, if you go to our feed, you're going to get both episodes shows this show and the archives of the down and dirty uh beamed right to your phone i device whatever so uh, subscribe and all that good stuff anyways we're gonna take a short break i'm done rambling i need to uh get a drink or something and uh, we'll be back after this here on the general tire jim beaver show with.
5: USA Radio
9: News with Tim Berg. Today a day of big losses on Wall Street as the Dow has fallen already more than a 1000 points at times on Thursday. The Nasdaq is having the worst day percentage-wise as it has fallen more than 4% while the S&P is also deep in the red. The downward plunge comes one day after stocks staged a massive rally after the Fed Reserve raised interest rates to fight soaring inflation. Senators are shining another spotlight on immigration
8: and border
9: security.
8: About a million people came to the border unlawfully and were admitted into the United States. This year, so far 2022, it's unprecedented. So it's not a 15-year high, it's, a, it's an historic high.
9: During Ohio, Ohio Republican Senator Rob Portman saying the situation at the southwest border is clearly a
10: crisis. This is USA Radio News.
9: Oklahoma Republican Governor Kevin Stitt is touring tornado damage. A charter school in the town of Seminole took a direct hit.
8: There was a, uh, a nice shelter there and then when they came out uh, the whole roof was destroyed and all the outbuildings were turned over.
9: Seminole is about 50 miles southeast of Oklahoma City. It was hit with its third tornado of the week. Overnight storms damaged two schools, a marijuana farm, and other buildings. There was flooding, but the governor says there are no reports of serious injuries. The co-inventor of the implantable defibrillator has passed away.
4: Dr. Martin Mower, a former Maryland-based cardiologist who helped invent an automatic implantable defibrillator, has died at the age of 89. Mower and Dr. Michael Mirowski began working in 1969 on developing the miniature defibrillator.
9: Lance Pry reporting from the USA Radio News West Coast News Bureau. This is USA Radio News.
0: Gun smoke.
4: Fort Laramie. Have gun. Will travel. Frontier
7: gentlemen. Luke Slaughter of Tombstone. The greatest radio shows of all time. Classic Radio Theater with Wyatt Cox. On many of these radio stations or online. Just search for Classic Radio Theater With Wyatt Cox. That's classic radio theater with Wyatt Cox.
9: At the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives in Washington, D.C., Attorney General Merrick Garland is giving an update on his anti-crime strategy to bring down rising violent crime rates. Garland saying that gun kits will now be treated like normal firearms.
0: Those who engage in the business of dealing in these guns will be required to mark every frame or receiver with a serial number so that the guns can be traced if they are used in crime.
9: He says businesses will be required to be federally licensed, maintain records, and run background checks in the same manner as they would when selling a regular firearm. Not saying how many of these guns that are put together are used in violent crimes. A state is continuing to look at who received unemployment benefits.
7: Michigan's embattled unemployment insurance agency is dealing with more fraud. Officials say 55,000 more unemployment claimants who were overpaid during Governor Gretchen Whitmer's COVID 19 shutdowns will not have to repay those funds, totaling $431 million. UIA Director Julia Dale says the agency will continue to review overpayments and extend waivers to anyone eligible. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis.
9: Find us by searching for USA Radio News wherever you download your podcasts. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
3: Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so,
2: social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, jb 15 Group and B Cardone 15 on the Gram. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Uh, kicking off hour number two here. Uh, <laughs> I'm stumbling I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm going to make it through a, uh, <laughs> another hour. Good thing is I got somebody to uh, hold it down with me. She'll be joining us here in a couple of minutes. Um, but, uh, yes, hour number two kicking off. Normally we do a Dirt Fish rally report in this segment. And uh, you know what? Uh, there has been some rally going on, some big news out of Nitro Rallycross uh, in regards to Subaru Team USA with Connor Martell, John, and Travis Pastrana. Um, you know, obviously we had, uh, we've had we had some rallies happening there in the Northwest. David Higgins coming back, doing another rally. I mean, uh, lots of rally news coming out, right? Um, and so I'm going to, instead of doing a full Dirtfish rally report here, I'm going to send you guys over to Dirtfish.com. They do it way better than we can do it. Go over to Dirtfish.com. You can get all your rally news, extreme e-news, a little bit of off-road news. Um, but man, they kill it. They know what the heck they're doing. There's no point in me trying to reinvent the wheel and do things better than Dirtfish because they are the experts on all things rally. So go over to Dirtfish.com. And if you want to go get behind the wheel of a rally car, you know what the answer is? Yes. Yes, you do want to get behind the wheel of a rally car. Go check out their classes, book one. And if you use the code JimBeaver15, that is right, JimBeaver15, it's going to get you a big discount over there at Dirtfish Rally School, Jim Beaver 15 gets you 15% off at Dirtfish. Trust me, it's gonna end up saving you over a grand on a three-day. Worth it. Use the code. Thank me later. Tell me what you thought of Dirtfish Rally School because uh, trust me, it is hell of fun. And I've never heard of one person going to Dirtfish and coming back saying, you know what, uh, I had no fun at all because rally cars equal fun. That's right. Uh, but, uh, yes, hour number two coming up. We've got uh, Formula One in Miami to talk about. Uh, we've also got uh, Ryan Dungey coming out of retirement, Nora 1000, Mitch Guthrie, second in Razor in Class 1 at Silver State, new Kawasaki's, um, and a bunch of adventures to the East Coast. Uh, as well as Supercross and Foxborough to talk about. I know we've had a Supercross since then, but and Eli Tomac has wrapped up the championship. We've got the finale in Salt Lake City this weekend, but I don't know. I, I we got a lot to talk about. This is going to be a slam-packed hour, and uh, you guys are going to enjoy it. So uh, if you've got uh, any engagement, it's at Jim Beaver 15 at BeCardone15 on Twitter. Hit those up, and then, uh, you know what, we'll get those questions, comments answered on the show. And uh, with that, we're going to take a short break. We'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. General Tire offers a wide variety of options that are designed to deliver for whatever life brings your way. Whether you have a truck, car, or SUV, General Tire delivers for whatever you drive. From the long-lasting, all-season Altimax RT43 to the aggressive, all-terrain Grabber ATX, General Tire covers on-road performance, off-road capability, and durability. General Tire delivers. For more information, drive over to GeneralTire.com. General Tire, official tire of the Jim Beaver Show. for a 15% discount. Don't just shred your way through any off road rugged terrain. Get into gear with GSP XTV and let us redefine your adventure. The GSP Advantage of Quality and Performance sets the standard for UTV axles. We strive to provide premium ATV and UTV axles to keep you shreddy ready. Kick up some dirt and get in the driver's seat with GSP XTV. With over 35 years of experience, drive with a company you can trust. Drive with GSP. For more information, please visit us at gspxtv.com today.
4: Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this... Into this Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com. And get more power and more sound.
2: Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on Sirius XM on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to Jim Beaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone kicking off hour number two. I guess we can't say kicking off. We had a small two-minute segment uh, to kick off hour number two, but get into the meat of things. We got a lot to talk about, Britt. We got uh, Formula One in uh, in Miami. We got some shenanigans around there. Ryan Dungey news. Nora 1000. Kawasaki's got some announcements. Mitch Guthrie. Um, I I think. I think we, you and I, have a theme of things, and the hour seems about right. But I think we need to drink a little whiskey during this hour of the show because one, we can. Um, but I, I, I'm going to make this a little bit of a game. I think there's going to be two keywords, and anytime the two keywords are brought up, we both have by either of us both have to take a, a sip of uh, of whiskey. And I think the two keywords are one being kawasaki and two being boston because we're going to talk a little bit about uh, going to boston here too so when kawasaki or boston <laughs> we're, we're safe, trying to
6: be drunk by lunch is what you're telling me <laughs> i didn't say how much you had to drink uh, even at even at sips though i mean i know the stuff we got to catch up on so this should be interesting i'm i'm, I'm in no, though
2: no no so, so see the, the key here is and we haven't started yet if you say Cowie you don't have to drink. If you say the full Kawasaki, you do have to drink. So you, you got to be so, smart. So you
6: have to drink right now is what you're telling me.
2: Do, I said we hadn't started is it, yet. is it a you or is it a we? No, it's a we. we we're, we're in this together. Oh boy. We, we, no, we're ride or die. Right. You know this.
6: Cheers. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a long segment.
2: Ooh, yes. Anyways, uh, <laughs> let's get started here with something safe. Uh, our boy Ryan Dungey. I'm a massive Dungey fan. Been a friend of the show for years. I don't know how many times he's been on here.
6: I know you are a Ryan Dungey fan. We're gonna. Get- I, I'm borderline fangirl. At least I was. Now, like we we've, we've grown up together. You know, had mutual respect. Not that he even knows who I am, but that's okay. But yeah, back in the day when he first you know was coming up, man, I think I was his number one, two, and three fan yeah
2: i i don't know how you can not be a ryan Dungey fan i mean he's just it's kind of like travis pastrana you just got to be a fan right um so he's been obviously retired from supercross for a while he's been retired from outdoors for a very long while because i think the last year or two of his career he didn't even do outdoors he was just doing supercross stuff anyways big announcement coming out last week Our boy is back. He is coming out of retirement with Red Bull KTM. This isn't like an independent program. He's coming at the elite level with Red Bull KTM, the former team that he won all of his accolades with. And he's coming out for like a couple of outdoor rounds. And you and I both know if he does good in a couple, quote, a couple of outdoor rounds, I guarantee you he's in it for the full pull. He's not going to be top two or three in points and then just be like, yep, I'm out. Um, I don't know. This is, I, I did not see this coming at all. Like I thought he'd sailed off into the sunset, right?
6: You know, I love it. I know we've kind of, our theme is, is that whole transitioning thing we're talking about new gener- generation, but it's like, I love this. This is one of the icons of my era of, you know, first going to super cross races and watching all this stuff. And it was, it was Bubba and what? Villapoto, yeah. Chad, and Dungey, so it's like all this stuff to me like I'm watching this now and I'm not gonna lie it's making me feel a little old watching them have families and retire quote-unquote that doesn't count in normal world but I love this to me it's so iconic and it's a comeback and it's that whole old school versus new school Uh, like you know he's been sitting training in the background for how long it wasn't like last week he was "Ah, you know let's go ahead and just do this why not yeah. So I love when they get to announce things like this and you know, it's just going to cause a disruption. Yeah. I
2: I'm looking at the, and he hasn't announced, he said a couple to start the year. He didn't say like, Hey, I'm doing round one and round two or anything like that. He literally has left it kind of open-ended. So once he announces his formal schedule, I, I think you and I need to go to a pro motocross race. We need to go to an outdoor race. Like I think this Definitely. just needs to happen.
6: But I think the reason they're not announcing it either is all right, we're going to come back, but let's, uh, let's go pull in
2: and see how we do first right yeah so i don't know this is and honestly i well i guess outdoors is a different type of riding than than supercross supercross is i i don't want to say it's they're both so different you know what i mean they really are and it takes a different type of endurance and fitness and I mean, Supercross, the physicality in Supercross is just gnarly. And I don't want to say that meaning outdoors is easier.
6: It has a whole different commitment than the outdoor does. But you know my heart's outdoors, though.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know. This is awesome. This is freaking awesome. I know I'm going to reach out. We're going to try and get Dungeon on the show. I don't see that it's going to be a problem. It'll be fun to catch up with him. But, like – and I, I just, I'm stoked because a lot of guys do this and they're like, you know what? I don't want to come out every time. I don't want to do a couple races. And they do, they do it on an independent program, something like that. I mean, he's coming out with Red Bull KTM, the top, the top of the top level. And I mean, he's putting himself in a position like Red Bull KTM doesn't feel the bike for you unless they think you can win, even if you are Ryan Dungey. You know, they, they,
6: like I said, how, how long have they actually had this in the works? Like they've had a plan going together, which I love. And I'm really hoping that this will start a trend and we'll see some others come out too.
2: Yeah. Oh, exactly. You know, it's like Chad Reed. You know, he's he's been out for what a year or two or something. You know, how I actually would love to see like you know, hey, you hate to use the word vet, but I would I would use the term legends. I would like to see like a legends triple crown. I don't care. And outdoors would probably be better than than supercross just because, like you said, the commitment. But get Reed. Get you know Bubba Stewart. Get Poto, Get Dungey. Um, you know what I mean. Even get McGrath. Two strokes, though. They yeah. got to
6: ride two stroke.
2: Yeah, McGrath. You know, I bet if it was two strokes, TP would even come and do it. You know what I mean? uh, Oh, it would be
6: legendary. Yeah,
2: Emig. You know what I mean? Just get all these guys like, oh, my God, how freaking awesome would that be? I like,
6: think we could even get Wyndham to pull out, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he's my voice. So.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, I, I think, I think there's actually, you know, you do like three races, you do like a triple crown. You don't make these guys go and do like a full pull. You do like one a month over the summer, like a June, July, and an August, you know what I mean? Or something like that. You know? Um, I think it'd be freaking
6: awesome. So Red Bull is always on these one-off events, right? Yeah. I, I feel like we need to kind of pitch something here just for selfish reasons.
2: Yeah. Oh, even, yeah. Even if Red Bull did like a one-off, like, hey, we're going to have the Legends World Championship or something.
6: An, like. an invitation. Some yeah. sort of Le- something, something invitation.
2: Yes. Yeah. The Legends Invitational. Yeah. And just invite all these guys out one day, one, one day race uh, somewhere. Like, oh man. that. And Red Bull would build their own track for this. You know, they would like something insane.
6: Well, and then it could be kind of like what we do with the esports stuff, right? Do stuff randomly to where it's okay, it's out, one outdoor, a straight rhythm, and a super cross track or, you know, or flat. Like just throw it out there and have three or four completely different events and do that. Oh, man, my mind is going now.
2: Yeah, I don't know. So. Ryan Dungey, if you're listening, which you're probably not, we are stoked, buddy, and I think you're gonna drag Britt and I out to the outdoors race to watch you at some point in the next couple of months with my arms. twist our arms, yes, right. Oh man, how freaking awesome would that be? So yeah, we got uh, we got that coming up, coming on, or going on, and then uh, I'm just looking down at our list. We got so much stuff to go over. I want to save one for the uh, for the next uh, for the next segment, um, but. Um, what do we've got here? Gosh, we've got so much that are going to take time. Let, let's, let, let's go with the, the big announcement coming out of our good friends at Cowie. Ah, see, we don't have to drink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they, they put out a tease. Um uh, they dropped their new uh, KRXs. Um, you know, a lot of color changes. They've got a new Terex that's uh that they've launched that's like a special edition. Comes with, like a baller stereo and, and some other stuff. Big thing is, though, is uh somebody at Kawasaki, oh, there we go. I said it. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Kawasaki,
2: oh, counts. Yep, more in. Let's go. All right. Cheers. Uh, cheers. Um, somebody at Cowie uh, made an announcement, or, or didn't make an announcement, but they put out the pictures of the two seater and somehow this uh, four seater that has uh, been rumored that everybody knew was coming at some point. Um, snuck onto the website for about thirty minutes. People screenshotted. It. It's all over social media now, all over pretty much every side by side industry website. It was taken down immediately. Cowie,
6: I was going to say this. This wasn't a shameless like self leak. This was a legitimate. It was a legitimate <laughs> leak mistake. that actually happened. I mean, to our benefit, I feel like. But.
2: Oh, definitely to our benefit. But it's been all over. It's been all over uh, the internet, social media. It's built a huge buzz around the brand. So I it's safe to say their next round of announcements, which come June seventh. Um, and you and I I think are gonna actually get to demo these uh, in Nashville in June., um, but the next round of announcements, it's safe to say we're gonna have a four seater that we get to uh, get to uh, talk about. and uh, I guess we're up against the time break, so I'm gonna lead into that. When we come out of this break. Britt and I are going to talk about uh, what we think might be under the hood of this, uh, this new four-seat Cowie. We turn here to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone.
4: I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after
2: 2008, pay close attention to this message.
0: that's 800-817-2968. Let's
10: say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? they can say yes when your bank says no. Call EasyKnock now
0: and get the cash you need out of your home. EasyKnock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on.
2: Well, do us a favor, head over to Apple Podcasts and rate, review, and subscribe to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone and catch all of our back episodes. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Talking about the new uh, Cowie. Yes, I said Cowie. Not uh, not drinking on this one, but uh, the new well, Cowie. It's
6: gonna, don't worry. That'll change halfway through the, uh, the show. Don't yeah. worry about
2: it. <laughs> Uh, the new four-seater. Obviously, we talked about the leak uh, that got taken down. Uh, this is authentic, though. Um, like like you said, it was on their site. This was a legitimate. This wasn't like, oh, let's fake leak something so it builds buzz. This was a legitimate leak. But, Britt, these pictures, this thing looks badass.
6: So, Cowie legitimately, Cowie, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, they legitimately spent so much time that what. Put- So many people don't realize the amount of time and effort they put into the actual R&D thing. There's a reason why they do everything. And that's what i loved working with them for over a decade now, is they look at every bit of field travel, width, this and that. I know you talked under the hood. That's not my department. Under the chassis, I can talk all day long. But what I love is, like, after being in the KRX two-seat, I was stoked for the four-seat because I knew... We make the, the wiener dog jokes with the four-seaters, right? You take a stock Can-Am sand limo or a stock Polaris, you throw some doors on it, and it looks like a wiener dog rolling down the street. <laughs> like, they're just awkwardly long. And so after I saw the KRX Tuesday and saw exactly how they set up the, the wheel travel and the wheelbase, I mean, they had their numbers down spot on to that perfect middle ground. I was stoked to see what their four-seat was going to look like, knowing, you know, we didn't know when, but at some point it was going to come out. And there's kind of that in-between of the utilities TRX, where a lot of people like that open cabin feature, uh, but it does sit differently. So this one, you've got the support side, the lower center of gravity. I mean, we've sat there and, and talked about building a four-seat race car with a supercharger, but I'm sitting here looking at this thing now, and I'm like, it, it, yeah, right up our alley, not going to lie.
2: Yeah, no, and I think that's the thing, like, nobody knew the length on it, how, I, it came out, and I, I couldn't ask for any more, like, I think the dimensions are great, you know, a lot of people are, you know, it, it's safe to assume that this is probably going to have the same power plant as uh, the two-seat KRX, um, which, I, you know, people on the internet, they they become like, you hate to say horsepower, I don't know what we can and can't say here as far as things, but they've become suckers for horsepower, um, and you know what I mean? And, and that's kind of the, the big thing. You know, if you're a Glamis, I get it. You want more power. Right. But I think with what Cowie has done with the KRX, like these things will go anywhere. They'll climb anything. They, they're amazingly tight, wrapped package. And, you know, in the one we've got, I've never felt like I was down on power. I've been able to climb everything I wanted to. And, obviously, with a four-seat, even if it uses the same power plant, they might be able to tweak it a little bit. But they're going to change the gearing and the trans and stuff just like everybody else does. So, you know, it's not sluggish. Like,
6: I don't know. it's well, like Because you don't have to lift because of the rest of it. I'm going to go total throwback now. Back to you before Turbos came production. And we actually had the Turbo company for a moment. Our whole slogan was combined performance. Because it was one then two. You can't have horsepower without the suspension and vice versa. And they kind of have that perfect overall base package. But the way they set it up is so conservative and it's built so well from the factory that it's basically a build your own at that point. Because everybody's going to have an issue anyway. You look at every specialty model that's come out, regardless of the manufacturer, and there's always something they could have changed or done better or fixed or skimped on. There's always going to be those haters, no matter what. So instead of looking at it that way and saying what they left on the table, they basically gave you a perfect canvas to build and not have to worry about what you're building at the same time. I mean, there's arguments on when you're doing motor work, you do this, you have to be tuned, you have to be exhausted, you you know, and and it builds and goes and what you're, you're kind of, I don't want to say cutting corners, but by the time you have to build the platform strong enough in any direction, it's a completely different vehicle at that point. And I feel like you don't have to do a whole lot to these TRXs to bring them up to par, if not be more competitive than anything out there. And that's what I love about it. Yeah,
2: that, I mean, that's what I'm excited uh, to get ours out to San Hollow, you know, and really be able to, uh, you know, had a lot of trail running here in the desert, things like that, but I'm really excited to get it out of San hollow and be able to do some crawling and some stuff. And really that's where they say the KRX is coming to their own and I'm really excited about that. But, uh, yeah, you know, as we said, we got a ton of topics to cover, but, uh, that was one of the big ones, kind of the, the leak that, uh, that has the entire UTV industry, uh, kind of spinning at this point. So, uh, Definitely definitely looking forward to, uh, to seeing uh, all the details as that thing uh, drops. But uh, moving on, talking about UTVs, we got to talk about our boy Mitch Guthrie, Jr. Um, you know, obviously the Guthrie family has been, been good to us on our race program and, you know, the car we purchased from them, Britt. But uh, Mitch took his new Pro-R, entered it in Class 1 at Silver State. Now Class 1 had a light entry list. Um, it's a very fast, high-speed race. A lot of technical stuff where UTV will go, but he entered it in Class 1, qualified in the top 10, wanted to go out and try and do an overall, took that Pro-R, had a phenomenal race, ended up second overall to another Class 1, beat all of the trophy trucks, and ended up second overall by only like 10 or 12 seconds on an overall in a side-by-side. You've been around the side-by-side industry quite a bit longer than I have. I never thought we would see the day a UTV could pull a top two overall in a desert race, Brit.
6: <laughs> I did. <laughs> I've been watching this, like you said, for years. I mean, 2004, we had our first UTV, and it was it was a golf cart, basically. Yeah. Yamaha Rhino. Everybody remembers the good old one. Were they 60s or even less? Yeah, it was a 60, I think. It yeah. What's so crazy is, like, I'm watching this and I laugh. I think I was sitting around the, the fire at Hammers two, three years ago. And they were talking about how much the Vs had changed because they were finally getting recognized. They couldn't get ignored. Then money was coming into it. So some of the bigger guys were actually, you know, getting a chance to get in these new 1000s and things like that and, and noticing, hey, this is an actual real capable vehicle because the last time they drove one was eight years ago when they completely just threw it off to the side. And we're sitting there in one of the... uh one of the trophy truck guys looks over and goes, man, golf carts are taking over the clubhouse, dude. And I'm like, "That there's not more true of the statement. And that's what's so crazy is like watching all this, seeing it all from the background, watching how quickly this industry, I mean, it didn't exist before 2004. It was a golf cart. So for something to come up this quick and grow and, and watch it all develop has been insane, especially with the limitations that they have to have to stay under certain horsepower and certain things because they're mass manufactured, uh, so that they can stay, you know, under certain automotive guidelines and things like that. It's just, it's blown my mind. I love it. I'm so excited. I mean, Guthrie couldn't ask for a better dude, uh, to be making statements out there. My thing I laugh is like you're overall desert racer. I purposely stay off of, um, yeah, that awesome forum that we all love, Grace <laughs> Does It. Yeah, I re- I, Somebody looked at me the other day, they go, what's your login? And they were blown away that I did. I'm like, I refuse, I won't do it. But you getting in the madness and you already having these disclaimers, it's a technical course, it's just not up front. No matter what, there's always going to be excuses. So I haven't heard it because I purposely haven't been paying attention because it'll just annoy me. What have the excuses been from the, the folks full- full-size can we call it full-size at this point but from the class one and the trophy truck guys because there's always going to be an excuse actually
2: there really hasn't been and I, and I and i didn't i didn't say that to discredit what guthrie did i'm just saying like i i don't know oh that...
6: no 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 no! don't get me wrong sorry yeah. i i didn't think that at all i just laugh at like the the political disclaimer not necessarily that but it's just funny it as like yeah. well it's this and well it's that like you're, you're trying to play that mediator on both sides right now and I'm calling it out yeah no <laughs> it,
2: it was an amazing run I mean it, it truly was I mean he made a statement I I just I look at a point-to-point Baja 1000 and that's completely different than say the Silver State 300 you know so that that was kind of my thing do you know and I'm not saying we're never going to see an overall UTV victory at, at Baja but for them to beat all the bikes and all the all the trophy trucks there you know it's a different animal than the Silver State 300 that's all I oh, was absolutely. saying you know what I mean it, it's 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 just completely different. You know, he picked, he picked the right race, but no, there hadn't been any excuses. I think Mitch made a statement. There's a respect level and I'm happy about that. Like they're really truly, Oh, that's, that's
6: amazing. There that's hasn't actually been any excuses. surprising and I'm, I'm impressed. You know, honestly,
2: the, the only complaints we've seen is, oh, it was a light field in class one and trophy truck. Well, yeah, Menzies wasn't there, McCachran wasn't there. I get it. Those guys would have been in there. You know, he probably would have been shuffled back a little bit. He still had a top 10 pace, and to me, that's amazing. Even, at, you know, he, he could have taken that anywhere. You know, we, I just looked at uh, the Nora 1000. Wayne Matlock put his pro R on like the top five, six
6: overall at the Nora 1000. And we're, we're going to keep seeing more and more of that. But that's the thing is like Silver State, like you said. It's already known there's certain certain title races, certain marquee races that everybody goes to. We always know there's a light list yeah. at Silver State. I mean, unless somebody's testing or whatever. And again, it's not discredited at all. Uh, but no, that's, I, I'm surprisingly impressed with our industry if that makes sense. Because we've had this conversation before. Everybody else in every other industry, power sports-wise, action sports-wise, always likes to come together and better the sport. And for some reason, off-road is just we're we're the pre-team of everything <laughs> so, it's nice to hear that there's actually some positive and respect levels and all that i i love that because it's going to be game changing.
2: yeah you know and, and i think you know basically what polaris built was a, a class 10 car you know with the horsepower and everything else we knew at some point like you know it, these things are going to start breaking through you know it, it really was i mean i i I saw, you know, some of the pace he ran at Parker and obviously, you know, and we ended up beating him, you know what I mean? Because he had a problem right at the end, but it was like, I saw that pace and I just went, you get on those greater roads and stuff like that. You know, our car is 50 horsepower down. We just can't run that speed. Um, you know, and we knew this was coming at sometime soon, but we are up against the time break. Uh, We're going to take a short commercial break. We come back. We've got uh, a little Nora 1000 F1 in Miami and some shenanigans on our Boston trip. up. Oh! I said the keyword, ah. word. So. <laughs> we are going to take a swig of uh, whiskey, and we'll be back after this on the General Tire. Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone right after this. At
4: Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum.
2: Wait, every
3: time you wake up, is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call it Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point.
4: Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations.
8: Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA.
1: Do you have no credit or bad credit? Well, now it's no problem with creditpulse.com. Our experts have the comprehensive knowledge to help you aggressively navigate and remove any irregularities from your credit report. YourCreditPulse.com is the solution you've been looking for, from buying a house or a car or securing your next personal or small business loan. All you have to do to get started with a confidential and free consultation is go to our website at YourCreditPulse.com now. So get in a good credit game at YourCreditPulse.com.
4: Gentlemen, you can easily find the best brands and fits for you.
3: Have you ever wished the student athlete in your family could play baseball against teams in the Caribbean? Well, now they can set sail and do just that with Team Avenue Baseball on one of its iconic Caribbean cruise camps. That's right. If they love baseball and want an experience they'll never forget, then you need to visit TeamAvenueBaseball.com right now. Founded by former pro ball players, TeamAvenueBaseball.com will lead to the baseball adventure of a lifetime. So check out teamavenuebaseball.com. If your office is reopening, Staples has you covered. Back to the office, back to in-person meetings. Staples has you covered.
7: In the office one day, home
3: the next. I need to be able to work from anywhere. Staples has you covered with everything you need for everywhere you work. Right now, save $15 when you spend $75 on select items. Everything you need for the office, home, anywhere. Staples, the working and learning store. Ends four sixteen. in store only. Coupon required, one per customer. See store or staplesconnect.com for exclusions and details.
2: Social media? Yeah, we've got that. Jim Beaver 15 on all major platforms and Jim Beaver Show, jb 15 Group, and B. Cardone 15 on the gram. Welcome back to the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Uh, talking uh, talking a little bit about uh, everything today. we got a ton of headlines to catch up on. Um, I know Britt and I are heading up to uh, Santa Hollow to do some stuff with uh, Kawasaki and HCR here. Uh. Oh, oh, great oh i didn't even think about that one i was like oh man
6: i know i told you as you start rolling
2: <laughs> oh so we've got that going on i uh, just came back from a trip from the east coast i did catch that one um uh-huh. <laughs> but we do have a couple things obviously Nora 1000 we got to keep these next two hits uh, pretty quick because we want to get into our trip um nor 1000 big takeaway from that big oly brit uh, somebody bought big Oli at, at, Barrett Jackson, almost paid $2 million for it, takes it to the Nora 1000, which I'm stoked on. I absolutely am stoked that this is not a museum piece. It's out there. It's in the dirt. I did get a little chuckle though, because they turned it over. It looked like it just kind of went over onto its lid. Wasn't major damage. They ended up finishing the race. Uh, I guess if I had a $2 million car, I don't know that I would take it easy, but it, you, you hate to see that. Like I hate to see the car crushed, but I don't know. What's your take on this?
6: Well, a, the car's not crushed. When I first heard what was going on, I was like, no, because we've all grown up with this. We've all seen it. it is, this is a legendary car. Obviously, iconic is an understatement, just purely on what it went for. I'm with you. The fact it didn't go get parked somewhere and it's actually being used. I love that. So I give the guy props. And it's, it's a hazard of taking it out there. But the thing is, is when was the last time you were down in Baja? What did you rate?
2: Last time I was down in Baja, I raced trophy truck.
6: Okay, I raced a seventy-three Bronco. I can tell you firsthand that thing is not easy (laughs) to keep on four wheels. So being said, I give the guy that much more props that I mean, some cosmetic. It didn't look like a lot more. He's gonna get crap for the rest of whenever he's gonna be known as that guy, but. I'm glad he took it out. And like I said, so our Bronco is nicknamed the Donco. The reason it's nicknamed the Donco is because it likes to jackass kick. <laughs> and the rear end always likes to try and catch the front. San Felipe, I can tell you, you cannot go more than 13 miles an hour over those whoops. We've done three suspension setups on that. We've completely cycled the suspension on it twice. And you still can't go more than that. We're watching class 11 pass us because of just the the high center of gravity, how it sits. It's, it's, like I said, it jackass kicks. It goes back and forth. So I'm laughing. I'm sitting there looking at how it happened. It wasn't sideways. It, w- it was, whoop. the thing just bucked on over. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I hate to say it, but I'm glad it wasn't me. Well, yeah, I'm
2: glad it wasn't me, especially with that, with the check you wrote. But you know, it's it, you know obviously somebody with that level of money is going to get the thing polished back up. It's going to look just like it did. And the stories, I mean, they finished. You finished the Nora 1000 in the Big Oly Bronco. How freaking amazing is that? How many people can say they took Big Oly and finished the Nora 1000? Parnelli Jones and this guy, Uh, (laughs) you know what I mean? So, uh, to me, it's pretty, uh, pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, the pictures are all over the internet. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, once they get it rebuilt and I'm sure the guy, He's going to have it out, which is exactly what it needs to be. It's a a museum piece that needs to be driven, and I'm I'm hoping we get to see it at a few more races, and the guy brings it out to have have some fun in the future. Uh, Speaking of fun, before we jump into our trip, we got to talk about a little race in Miami that's called Formula One. Yes, Formula One, the Miami Grand Prix, this weekend. Uh, We've talked about Vegas a couple weeks ago, Britt. Now, we got three American Formula One races. I know you and I have talked about going to Austin, Texas, to the one uh, in uh, October. But um, the big thing about this, I'm going to be tuned in this weekend just because I want to see how rad it is, you know, but... They built a fake marina. They're trying to make it like the Monaco Grand Prix with all the yachts where people can walk or watch from yachts. So they they park a bunch of yachts in a parking lot. They build up a wooden structure around them and then took a vinyl wrap that looks like water and (laughs) laid it over the top of the wood. And it actually turned out looking really well. But... I just part of me goes like, if you have that level of money, how hard would it have been to just build a massive swimming pool and float these yachts? And I don't know, Brit. I, I don't know because what the you, of
6: this. You, attention. I love it personally. I think it's great. I mean, formula one's always been this kind of level. You can call it prestigious. Yeah. I'm going to call it stuffy. Like we've talked about going to formula one race. I haven't had a chance to but the way it's always been portrayed. And it's interesting listening to the drivers with this whole series change side interviews of, man, yeah, it's just really hard to get traction in the United States and NASCAR is always more popular. And I'm like, okay, so you look at the dynamic of NASCAR versus looking at the dynamics of Formula One. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, to blend the NASCAR crowd necessarily at Formula One because uh, that, that would just be a safety hazard. But I like what they're doing. Because not only is it starting conversation, much like everything else we've talked about so far, uh, but it's also bringing a certain level of casualness to the sport. So it is going to bring a new crowd. So I, I'm really excited about it, honestly. But I, And I still, like, there's those legendary races, those iconic races we talked about. Uh, and then there's these kind of newer races that are popping up. And I don't want to say it's almost like a different series, but they are different levels. They're different crowds. You're going to have different people that are going to go to one race for one reason and everything else it's kind of like the PGA and the waste management open and yeah what well,
2: i i think that's the, the best analogy you can do it's like long beach grand prix that's the most prestigious open wheel race it's just a party people go there for the concerts and the and the and the booze and the drinking and and you know the just the party you know and i think formula one to an extent is that and i look at the places they're putting in vegas you know miami stuff like that you know it's you are getting a big crossover crowd i can say that i don't know how much crossover crowd can afford the three thousand dollar tickets for the miami grand prix that they inflated the costs on but um i don't know I I, don't... I
6: I mean if you if you can bring your yacht to watch the race it's probably the similar crowd <laughs> yeah. so that's what i mean yeah. it's kind of just meshing the two together which yeah. it's gonna be interesting as hell i like it
2: and, and somehow our friend drew schultz is there
6: <laughs> my point exactly
2: <laughs> and i'm like we almost need to get drew on next week to talk about it because i'm like you want to talk about the most uh i don't know un formula one guy ever like and no and i don't mean that in uh a bad way i'm just like drew no, be... but that's
6: exactly what it, like I'm, I'm trying to get across is that that whole it's a hybrid right now of fans because they're opening up and they're doing these races. So even though, like you said, we're all going to joke about the fake Marina and everything else, but they're, they're almost making a parody of themselves by doing it.
2: Yeah. I think uh, Europeans don't know what to think, which I think is great. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm going to be tuned in. I want to I wanna watch this weekend because I'm sure the commentators are going to have some stuff. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DVR this one. We'll, we'll have to watch this one together at some point and, and see what we think. Fast forward through it or something because it's, I don't know. Um, but, anyways, we, we got to move on because uh, we got a few other things to talk about. That being, and I'm going to say it, I know I'm saying it, we're going to have to drink, our Boston trip.
6: Oh, cheers to Boston. Double up. Oh, two of them. So, no, I just I figured we needed an extra set for for this conversation.
2: <laughs> yeah, so one of our adventures, we head back to uh, the East Coast. Uh, went to uh, some Supercross there at Foxborough. We we almost missed the race because we couldn't find parking. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. We there uh, we got to see some sights. Obviously, went up to Maine. Uh, we got to see the iRacing offices, which were insane. The production studio there, I don't know, Britt, that's just mind-blowing what they've got. Full television production for eSports, and I think we both posted some pictures to Instagram, and um, to me, that was, I still am in awe, like, that that sim racing has got big enough that it warrants a production facility like that, you know, and I guess we can lead with that because we got a bunch of shenanigans to talk about also, but I'm like, that to me was just
6: crazy. It was neat. To watch because recently, you know, I was fortunate enough to help with the live broadcast for men. So I was actually working out of a full production trailer, uh, as you would for a lot of these live sports broadcasts, like, say, NFL, and seeing what these guys have created on a digital level and they're running full broadcasts and asking certain questions. Now, knowing what it takes to run a broadcast in the backside for uh, television and seeing what these guys are doing, uh, I don't want to say on a smaller scale because what they have is goals. I mean, it's amazing. But for half the crew to run what they're running, and like you said, he goes, the hardest part is everybody knows we don't miss anything. So when they're doing live replays, when they're trying to keep track of everything, like they literally watch everything they've ever viewed. It's It's insane. And the more and more that I learn about esports and i-racing and all this because it's definitely not my department at all i am just amazed and impressed on the technology the dedication and how much it just continues to grow and excel i mean they're going to have technologies that is going to be brought over to other sports here shortly i feel like yeah
2: i i really think that there's stuff that they're doing that's literally going to trickle into the real world stuff which it's pretty amazing. I got to sit in that motion sim and that was a crazy experience. Uh, it really was. It's high impact, very much like driving a real race car.
6: Oh, oh yeah. Don't worry. I've got video of you. I'll show it. <laughs> yeah. You were getting beat up
2: for sure. Yeah, that was. It, it's wild. Like I know I tried to get you to get in and you're like, no, pass. Like To the point where I, I told them, I'm like, I don't know that I would want this, you know what I mean, at the house. I I was like, I I think I would want this one that doesn't move because I'm like, it it really is abusive. It's like driving a real race car. I couldn't sit in that for three hours and just take that punishment. I'm like, I, you know, you know, but
6: isn't that the point?
2: Yeah, no, it really, it really is. But it was a workout. Like I was sweating when I got done, and I was just like, you know, there was a point where I got a little motion sickness with the wraparound screens and stuff like that. And I was like, yeah, this, and there's no airflow, and I was like, yeah, this, this, like, okay, I, I need to get out and get some fresh air.
6: Well, but see, that's what's interesting, right? You're talking about motion sickness and all that, and and not being like what the traditional controllers. And you're saying it's feeling like being in a real race car. It's no different than when our Parker bumpers go out. Yeah, I, I get motion sickness and everything else. So you're talking about the airflow. So it's like, what's interesting is we're going to watch this crossover. We've already watched these Sims and they've got it for, you know, space and aircraft and everything else. But the more and more developed they get and the, the more hybrid that these industries go, I mean, we're going to have full shells. Not that we don't already, but they're going to be full replications I feel like of of the race cars with full-on helmets, Parker pumpers, everything. Because it's interesting what you're saying right now.
7: But there's
6: no better training besides being, you know, on field. But if you can't, I mean, that's definitely the next best thing.
2: Oh, absolutely. It's definitely, it's very, I, I picked it up the driving pretty quick. You know, it, it's a little bit different, but I, I did pick up the driving pretty quick. It's it's impressive. If you guys haven't played around on iRacing, um, it is definitely worth it. You can get started pretty uh, affordably with just a steering wheel and some pedals from say uh, Walmart or Target, but uh, you know, you can go all the way up into these full motion sim rigs. that can run upwards of forty, fifty thousand $50,000 um, but that was a cool leg of our trip. Our partner's there at iRacing. Obviously, we were there at Supercross, got to watch uh, that. We had some solid seats. Where, where were we? Good? What's that? Where were we? We were in Foxborough for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but I will say our our Kawasaki boy, <laughs> Jason <laughs> Anderson, has been on a tear. Obviously, we know at this point he didn't win the championship. Uh, Tomac did, but I got to give him credit. He's like, what, four or five straight now?
6: Yeah, and, and especially on a new bike. I mean, it was interesting listening to them kind of talk. I didn't realize uh, a lot of the new like chassis developments and stuff, and the, the changes. It made sense once they started talking about it. I'm like, oh yeah, to be a relative vet and then have to completely change your driving style, to accommodate. And I mean, the progress obviously it's proven. It's been amazing a lot.
2: Yeah, it's been pretty awesome. So, I know I hadn't been to Boston in a while. I, you know, Not obviously. Drank. Oh, she's, I, I almost said a cuss word there. She's. Um, all right. Well, and I will say this for those of you tuning in online, you're going to get this uncut version for those of you tuning in nationally. Um, we are going to uh, have to uh, cut to a short commercial break and wrap up the show. So. If you're listening nationally, there's more to this on the podcast. you listen to the podcast online version, we're still rolling here. And for you national listeners, we will be back with the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone right after this.
3: Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your
0: health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789.
1: If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is.
2: Thanks for listening to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Available online on SiriusXM, on AMFM networks across the U.S. and internationally on the American Forces Network. Head to JimBeaver15.com for all the details. Welcome back to the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Wrapping up the National Edit. Like I said, this thing stretches for like another hour. So if you're listening nationally, out to Apple Podcasts or anywhere you get your podcasts or JimBeaver15.com, our website, listen to the whole thing. There's a whole another hour And it is epic. This is a great one. Trust me, you want to do it. Uh, So make sure and head over to Apple, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Hit us up on the website or listen to it anywhere. But uh, yes, the podcast version, there is another hour for those of you listening nationally. If you are listening, to Ashley, thank you, guys. Thank you for keeping us in business. Thanks for keeping us cranking. And in addition to thanking you guys, I do have to thank our amazing, amazing partners, General Tire, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, GSPX TV Axles, Dirt Fish Rally School, Gibson Exhaust, and our boys at The Clean Freak. Uh, like I said, we will be uh, up there at San Hollow for the HCR Racing uh, Side by side adventure rally on the rocks next week. We're we'll doing a radio show with uh, with Kawasaki as well, but uh, man, it's going to uh, gonna be an epic time. And uh, once again, it's at B Cardone 15 and at Jim Beaver 15 on Twitter. Make sure and uh, engage with us. Let us know what you think. I guess you can DMs on Instagram as well, but uh, let us know what you think of the show. And uh, yeah, big thanks to Keegan Kincaid for coming out, and uh, all of you for just continuing to listen. And lots of content dropping at Jim Beaver Fifteen all week long, so make sure and check that out. Um, RSS feed has back episodes, of down and dirty show, and ah, a whole bunch of other stuff. Anyways, it's time to check out. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week right here on the General Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. That's a wrap for this edition of the Gentle Tire Jim Beaver Show with Brittany Cardone. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and follow Jim Beaver 15, B Cardone 15, and Jim Beaver Show on social media. We're also on the web. Hit us up at jimbeaver15.com for all the latest. We'll see you next time.